I want to give you free access to Weaver Sales Academy. On average, tenured producers that work with us are experiencing a 40% increase in auto fire and life production within 90 days. Maybe you just hired a brand new hire. We have a brand new hire training curriculum that will get a brand new hire trained for you and up and selling in less than 10 days. Maybe you need help with life insurance, the new business conversation, maybe pivoting, maybe overcoming objections. We cover it all with our Sales Academy, so make sure you take advantage of our free trial today. In today's episode, Courtney and I have the pleasure of sitting down with the legendary Van Miller. You are going to get so much out of today. We're going to be talking about why this is the greatest time ever to be an insurance and financial services agent. We're going to be learning about Van's history, how he struggled the first 15 years of his career, and then how he's been a consistent MDRT top of the table qualifier for the last 34 years in a row. And what I love about Van is he breaks it down. It is about the human piece of the business. It is about asking the right questions in what he shares with you in today's episode. He gives you tangible questions that you can take away today and implement in your conversation. That being said, let's start the show. This is the Insurance Buzz, and we are your hosts, Michael and Courtney Weaver. We coach insurance professionals, business owners, and people just like you every day on how to live a life and have a business you are excited about. Here on the Insurance Buzz, we share the wins, the losses, and everything in between that comes with being married business partners, training in the insurance space, and growing our business side by side. We also connect with other business owners and leaders making their mark in the world and hopefully inspire you to make yours. Are you a sales producer that constantly struggles with hitting your PNC goals every month? Are you tired of every single conversation you have with a new client? always coming back to price. And if you don't save them money, you don't close them. That's exactly why we created the zero to six figure insurance producer course to help you understand exactly how to have a conversation with a customer that guides them away from price, allowing you to actually help them out. We're going to teach you how to have that elevator pitch, how to get them interested in initially even having a conversation with you, how to build rapport and find commonalities, how to have a discovery conversation where you guide them away from price and actually figure out their problems, and then how to propose your presentation of always giving them more policies, more coverage, and educating them. And finally, how to confidently and professionally ask for the sell a minimum of three times in every single conversation, overcoming those most common objections that you're facing every single day. So if you're tired of struggling, if you want to be confident in what you do every single day, if you want to feel like you're actually making a difference and you're just not closing people because of price, this course is for you. Make sure you click the link below, check out the show notes. Other than that, let's get back to the show. Welcome to the Insurance Buzz. We are your host, Michael and Courtney Weaver, and we have a very special guest with us today, Van Miller. Van, how are you? I'm very excited, very cold. I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and uh, the wind chill is minus 30 below right now. Ooh. Yes, and we just had 18 inches of snow, and uh, winter has ascended upon us in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hey, but you guys are celebrating that Packer win over the Cowboys. Let's go. Boy, it's amazing. And what a nice surprise. And uh, and it's it just, please, I had no other hopes than I was hoping they would play a good game. And they played wonderfully well. And, uh, I, you know, I always like to stick it to Jerry Jones, no matter what anybody says. <laughs> so... <laughs> I agree. There's like a place in my heart that I'm like, I'm always rooting against the Cowboys. Like, I don't know if they're still America's team because most people I talk to are in the same boat where they're like, nah, I'm I'm not rooting for the Cowboys. Very excited to be with you. Thank you for asking me. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much for your time. So let's, let's get into this. You say right now is the greatest time ever to be in the financial services and insurance industry. Why? 
Oh, that's such a wonderful question. And it's such an exciting time to do what we do. And please, so that you know I have some foundation in this. I started January 23rd, 1973. So uh, January 23rd of this month, I'll be 51 years in the business. And not all of them good. The first 16 years I was in the business, I was the worst insurance agent in America. In fact, my picture's still in there. Um, as the worst insurance agent in America. And I lucked out. I got fired. And and every time I've gotten in trouble in this industry, somebody has taken care of me. So I owe and I want to owe for the rest of my life. So this is why I think it's exciting and I have some background. The institutions and the uh, and the places that we depend on have become very chaotic, very non-transparent, very not understandable. Government. Do all of us really understand how government works anymore? Stop and think about this. We haven't had a budget in the United States since the year 2003. It's like a hundred and some continuing resolutions. How do you build a financial, successful financial future without a budget? And so our government does that. Now we're seeing a very divided country. Uh, give you an example. When we do talks around the country, we say to everybody, you know, Tom Hagner, one of the greats of our industry, he has a famous saying saying, this is scientifically, mathematically, and economically correct. And I say, I give that talk. And all of a sudden, the heavens open up and God comes down, actually stands right next to me. And he says, you know, what Van is sharing with you is actually scientifically, mathematically, and economically correct. Want to hear something amazing? In our country right now, this is very sad, 50% of America would still not believe us. So how, in the, under that kind of chaos, can we really believe that government has our back? Are they not trying to figure it out for themselves? And then Wall Street. Wall Street's a mess. <laughs> there, we, you remember during 2007 and 8, we had at that time about $600 trillion in derivatives. We're somewhere between $800 trillion and a quadrillion. Think about that, a one with 15 zeros after it of derivatives currently. And uh, the banks, every bank in America is essentially insolvent because they can do stuff with money that insurance companies are not allowed to do. It's, it's called fractionalized investing. They can get a million dollars and then they can loan out somewhere between 10 and $20 million to people using that million dollars as collateral. So if 5 to 10% of those loans go bad, and gosh, do you think that could happen right now? If any of those go bad, those banks are insolvent, then we're going to have to bail them out. And I'm not telling you to scare you. What I'm telling you is we'll bail them out. But here's my question. Where will we get the money? And isn't it true that we'll have to raise taxes and, ready, we'll have to apply the stealth tax called inflation. Aren't we going to print money like it's going out of style? Oh, my <laughs> goodness. And doesn't that make it a spectacular time? If you really understand how cash value life insurance works, isn't that pennies that buy dollars and one dollar that can literally do the work of many dollars? And then finally... The last institution, Wall Street and the banks. So you have government, Wall Street, the banks, all probably going to fail us and let us down. And you know what's so neat about being an insurance and financial professional? You can go to every single one of your customers and say, I have a surprise for you. In spite of everything they do that's bad, what if you could develop a strategy that not only could they not hurt you, but every time they make a blunder for the rest of your life, you'd be in a perfect position to take advantage of whatever thing they made a blunder on for the rest of your life. And then I have a bigger surprise for you. You guys ready? What if you could do all of that with reduced or even total elimination of your income tax liability? If you knew you could do that right now, when would you want to get started? And so you know what the problem is? Is that we think it's about products. And the problem with selling products in today's society is everybody's carrying one of these around. It's called a, the most massive computer, and it's getting more and more powerful. And so when you say you have the best policy, customer pulls out their phone, says, who's got the best policy? And there's 10 other people that have a better policy than you. 
That's not the way to serve somebody. And by the way, is having the best policy always the right solution for our customers? And the answer is no. What we have to do is sit down and ask them, what are you worried about? What matters to you? Are you worried about taxes? Are you worried about inflation? Are you worried about loss of benefits? Isn't one of the big discussions right now about Social Security and what's going to happen to our Medicare? We have more than 100 million people over the age of 50 years old in the United States. Don't ever let anybody tell you that we're going to harm Social Security. We aren't. There's 100 million voters that are going to tell you something different. But you know who is going to be hurt? Our children and our grandchildren. And so you want to know an easy sale? Watch this. You won't even believe it. You go to grandma and grandpa and you say, gosh, you earned these benefits. And wouldn't it be terrible if the government tried to intercede in some way with these benefits that you've earned? But aren't they going to do that at the expense of your children and your grandchildren? So what if we could develop a strategy where you could set up things in such a way so that when you were done using your benefits and you were done using your money, that instead of the government, Wall Street, or the banks, or or a nursing home, or a hospital getting any of this money, your family would get the money and it would replace the lost benefits that they weren't going to get because you made sure you got your Social Security and your Medicare. Wouldn't that be amazing? And isn't that the way families stay okay? They work together as families. Again, so exciting. You have the ability to have a conversation. Last thing before we go on to something further, you know, everybody's worried about this artificial intelligence stuff and chat GBT. I use chat GBT, but you know what I use it for? To ask better questions. I sit down and say, chat GBT. What would be 10 or 15 really great questions to ask about inflation? And they give me and jog my mind. We used to call it when we didn't have a computer. You're going to laugh. This is how old I am, everybody. We used to call it brainstorming. <laughs> but it's, it's just really fast brainstorming now. So they have access to all this information. You learn these great questions. And then you can get in front of somebody. The other thing with artificial intelligence, and I really want you to really hear this. When one of your customer's spouses or family member dies, will artificial intelligence be at the hospital or at the cemetery with their arm around you making sure that you're okay? And the answer is no. And will artificial intelligence know what to ask? How do you want to go forward? Do you want to stay living here? Do you want to do this? Do you want to? Don't you understand? It's relationships that make for success in our business and the way to build a relationship is not to talk about you because then it's only about you. The way you build a relationship, the way you prove to somebody that you want to earn their trust is you only ask about them. You only find out what they're worried about. You know, we keep talking about taxes all the time and you should lead with taxes because it's still our competitive advantage as an industry. But there's a lot of people don't care about taxes. So then you ask them about, you You don't give up, you just change the question. Well, so let me ask you something. What happens if you're living on $30,000 or $50,000 a year and we have 7% inflation? Doesn't that mean in 10 years that your $30,000 is only going to buy $15,000 worth of goods and services? Or you're going to need $60,000 a year to have the same standard of living that you're having with $30,000 a year of income? So can I ask you something? You're not working anymore. How are you going to do that without your life being destroyed? And what if there was an easy way to take advantage of inflation rather than be hurt by it? When would you want to know about it? Before or after the inflation has an impact? See, it's it's not about us or the products. It's about what matters to them. And the number one biggest thing, it's the greatest opportunity of all time, is according to AARP, listen to this, One out of every five Americans is an unpaid family caregiver. It doesn't just destroy families' lives financially. It destroys them emotionally, intellectually, even faith-wise. It destroys everything that you think about. And that's one out of every five. And we don't even have the whole hundred million retiring yet and needing long-term care. And by the way, there won't be nursing homes and there won't be money In order to take care of all of these situations, what if there was a strategy that you could provide money for family members to care for you? 
Wouldn't that be an amazing strategy? And here's the better surprise. What if you never needed long-term care? Wouldn't it be amazing if you didn't have to waste one cent of money on that long-term care because you had a strategy in place that would provide those benefits if you needed it, but if you didn't need it, you didn't waste one cent on the benefit. Wouldn't that be an amazing strategy in today's day? And that's why it's so exciting to be an insurance and financial professional because there's nobody, please, I hope you'll laugh, there's nobody who's going to take the time to learn it There's nobody, not one American, they learn about finance in 15-second commercials. In fact, right now there's a brand new study out, brand new, and I have at least a dozen others that are very close to that study that says the the attention span of an American is eight seconds. That's why there's no commercials longer than 15 seconds. But listen to this. In the study, they determined that the attention span of a goldfish was nine seconds. Can you imagine? And so us telling a whole bunch of information is not going to help any of our customers learn anything. And watching TV where they get 15-second soundbite that is designed to point them in the direction of something that somebody wants to sell them, are they really going to learn what they need to learn about retirement and running out of income and loss of benefits and inflation and volatility? You know, you know what's the best time to lose money? And you are going to have some times in your life. What's the best times to lose money versus what's the worst time? Called sequence of benefits, sequence of returns, excuse me. And so we have all of these things where we have these wonderful discussions. And instead of telling them, we ask them, what if you could take advantage of this? What if instead of being hurt by this, you could do this? Wouldn't that be amazing? And gosh, when would you want to get started with something like that? Before or after all of this mess happens? And are we pretty close to a mess, Mr. and Mrs. Customer? And that's what that's what we have to do as an industry. And that's why it's so exciting because for the first time ever, our products are appropriate. A cash value life insurance. And by the way, agents come up to me all the time afterwards. They say, what's your best one? And I say, cash value life insurance. And they say, well, should we sell whole life or should we sell index universal life or should we sell universal life or should we sell variable life? Here's the answer. Yes. (laughs) Doesn't matter. (laughs) You know, it's cash value life insurance. And learn to say those words because it explains exactly what it is. And once you learn how to do that, these are the most appropriate benefits because it's $1 doing the work of many dollars. Life insurance policies that can pay long-term care. Life insurance policies that can replenish money that's used to offset inflation. Life insurance that has cash value and a death benefit that can replenish money used to use for a critical illness. It's the most wonderful opportunity ever to be an insurance and financial advisor. And by the way, The number one product, besides cash value life insurance, are annuities of all kinds. The annuity is the only way that you can pay a guaranteed income that a customer cannot outlive. It's one of the greatest things that Tom Hagna has done for our industry. Instead of talking about building up assets, now as an industry, we should be totally focused on how can we build you a guaranteed income that you cannot outlive that cannot be harmed. It's changed our conversation with the American people. I ask people all the time, one of my famous questions is, if you had a choice, would you want to be rich or would you want an absolute positive guarantee that you'd never be poor? They say 98% of the time, men and women, I want the guarantee. I want that guarantee. And then I ask them another question. I say, well, if we could show you a way that even if you completely ran out of money, that you would never run out of income. Gosh, in these uncertain times, at the very least, wouldn't that be some of the most important information that you'd have at your disposal? You know who the only people in the world that can sell that benefit? It's insurance and financial professionals. And so why aren't we talking about the stuff that sets us apart rather than trying to compete on who's got the best investment? And there's no way 
to make a valid comparison because you can't even tell me what's going to happen a week from now, much less five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years from now. There's no way to determine that. So you're making a presentation that is actually against your competitive advantage. It is the greatest time ever to be an insurance and financial professional if you learn the right questions and you learn who we serve. We are servants in the best definition of the word of the people that we call upon. And the minute that you give up your ego and forget that you have to prove, that's one of the conversations that I have. It's so neat. Uh, Courtney Weaver is really amazing at sharing ideas and information. And I have a lot of women that we work with. And the thing I tell them is stop. You know, men are idiots. We've always been idiots. You see an attractive woman and right away you flirt with her and all of this kind of stuff. And so women have been taught erroneously in our industry that they need to show that they have credentials, that they deserve to be there and all of that. And it's a ridiculous waste of time. The fastest way to get a man to stop being an idiot is to ask him three or four questions about his financial future. And they go crazy. So let me ask you something. Is there some particular reason why you've decided that you want to make the Internal Revenue Service the biggest beneficiary of your IRA or 401k? They go, what? And now all of a sudden, you've asked them something as a woman or as a young person or as a Hispanic or as a uh, an Asian. You've asked them something that nobody's ever asked them before. You know, what's the best age to take your social security? And do you know why we're asking? Did you know 93% of people in our country take social security to their detriment rather than their betterment? Gosh, if we could ask you just eight or 10 questions that would help you clarify how to maximize this really important benefit, gosh, wouldn't that be some of the most valuable information you could lay your hands on? And would you want to know that before or after you took your social security? Wow. And then it opens up another door because they say, well, if I defer and keep my not take my Social Security till 70, what am I going to use for income? And then you can show them how they can use their qualified money, IRAs and 401ks at very low tax brackets in retirement, ridiculous low brackets. And now you've done all this wonderful planning and they don't even care if you're a man or a woman or Asian or Mexican or black or whatever. What they want to know is how can I do this? And that's what I really want to stress to everybody who's listening out there who's not an old white guy like me. You don't have anything to prove to anybody. The way you prove that you're a servant of these people that you call on is ask them something that nobody else has ever asked them. And then ask them if they'd like to know how specifically as it applies to their situation that not only can they not be hurt by it, but oh my goodness. What if you could take advantage of it? If you knew that was possible, when would you want to get started? Mm. It's just fun. And I and what I'm hoping that you watch, I'm I'm talking way more than I should, but I'm hoping as you watch this, I want you to see how much fun I have. This is fun to me. This I laugh and giggle, and then they give me money. It's really fun. <laughs> you know, I, I just drive around all day, have these great conversations with people. And then they say, well, do you take on any new customers? Well, I wasn't thinking about, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll take on a new customer. If you will bring along somebody additional with you that I can. <laughs> hey, Courtney, Courtney always says fun attracts money. Yeah. Money follows fun. Absolutely. Are you an insurance agent struggling to meet your sales goals? Do you feel overwhelmed and disorganized, making it hard to keep track of your leads and close deals? If so, our sales training program is the solution you've been looking for. Our program is designed specifically for insurance agents who need help improving their sales skills and increasing their productivity. We understand that the insurance industry, it can be highly competitive, fast paced, which is why we've created a program that will help you stay ahead of the curve and close more deals. We understand that your time is valuable, which is why we've created a program that is flexible and convenient. You can access the sales training lessons and coaching sessions from anywhere at any time so you can fit your training around your busy schedule. Don't let the lack of sales training hold you back from achieving your full potential as an insurance agent. 
Sign up for our sales training program today and start closing more deals, generating more revenue, and achieving your sales goals with more confidence. There's so much more to the program. So if you're interested in joining the program that's helped over 10,000 insurance agents nationwide, visit our website, www.weaversa.com or send me a text directly at 816-727-7610 with any questions to find out more. I want to talk a little bit more about your questions because I think it's going to lead to the bigger question that I have on what are the leaders in life insurance doing in 2024? Because when I look at your resume, hitting MDRT, top of the table, 34 years in a row, you have this down. Like You know how to have conversations that matter with with people. And that's really what we're talking about is making sure that we are serving people. So share a little bit about what you're seeing or what you're speaking to the leaders in the life insurance space are doing going into 2024. Courtney, you and Michael are being very kind to me, but when you say I have this down, I don't ever want to feel like I have this down. I'm a work in progress and the world is changing so dramatically and I want to be open-minded to being asking better questions. I'll give you an example. I have a coach. And uh, for a long time, I used to say to people, when did you decide to make your IRA or your 401k? When did you decide to make the Internal Revenue Service your primary beneficiary? And my coach finally asked me, he said, do you understand most people don't know what primary means? And I went, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I never thought of that. And so in the last couple of months, we've changed the question to, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, when did you decide to make your IRA or your 401k, when did you decide to make the Internal Revenue Service your biggest beneficiary of your IRA or your 401k? They certainly understand biggest. And boy, it's opened up a lot of additional cases, even for me, who everybody thinks is well-rehearsed and well-practiced. I'm always adjusting and I'm trying to figure out new ways to ask these questions. If a question takes seven words to ask, if I can make it more powerful by asking it in six words, I'm working on it. And that's, see, again, that's kind of the fun of it. It keeps it interesting. And agents ask me all the time, why do you work with us? And I say, don't you understand? It's practice. And after I spend an hour on the phone with you, you don't want to be my next five appointments because you're toast. I just practiced with you and I'm all wound up and you better have your checkbook out on the table ready to do business because I'm there to do business. And customers get that. I'm, I'm inspired and energetic, listen to this, without being bombastic. Mm-hmm. See, everybody thinks you have to be all in order to show people that you're enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. And... Uh, Uh, What we've learned to do, I can give you another quick example if you'll laugh with me on this. Lots of agents go, man, do you think taxes are going to be higher in the future? Oh, my God. And the agent, the customer goes, yeah, I think taxes are going to be higher. And so here's the problem. Are they feeding off of your energy or are they feeding off of their energy? So when I'm having my questions with customers, I say, can I ask you something? Really think about this. Do you think taxes will be higher in the future? Yeah, those damn taxes. I hate those taxes. (laughs) They just, without me asking them, they told me that this is a really vital thing to them, that it made them emotional instantaneously. So there is literally, I want you to understand, no emotion in my questions. It's a process, a process that I've been trained and practiced and learned over and over and over again, and I never deviate from the process. Never. Even if they say they want to buy after the first question, I still ask them the other questions. And the reason is because many times it leads to a much bigger sale or a much different outcome um, or a referral that I wouldn't have got. You do that as well? Yes. Oh, yes. And so you always do the process. And that's what people like Michael and Courtney teach you, not teach you, help you learn. See, I just made a mistake because I don't believe, and this is one of the things that Courtney was referring to, I don't believe we can teach anybody anything if they don't want to learn it. There is no teaching. There's only learning. 
And so when you make up the decision, I actually, when I recruit agents, and I'm not a manager, I'm just an agent, I say to them, let me ask you something. If I were to ask you to give me 12 hours a day, six days a week for one full year, but at the end of that year, you'd never have to worry about money ever again, would you give me that year? And if they say no, then I wouldn't hire them because they won't do what's necessary to do. But if they say yes, I say to them, okay, perfect. Now, what happens is about three or four or five months down the road, they get lost. Everybody does. Okay. And so what then happens, what then happens is that I'll have a conversation with them again. They say, well, can I ask you something? Didn't you say you'd give me 12 hours a day, six days a week for one full year? You've only gone four months. You only need eight more months to go and you'll be able to accomplish what you need because all you really have to do is learn these skills and are you doing what's necessary to learn these skills? And that's how you get them. You, uh, I, I, I hold them in line and I'm not a trainer. I'm not a manager. I failed at management. Uh, I wasn't very good at it. And the reason I wasn't good at it is because I can't, what do they call it when you ask somebody else to do some of the work? I, I couldn't do that. I'm very hands-on. And second, for whatever reason, agents, if they think there was something in it for me, I wasn't able to transfer my ideas as well. And so what ended up happening is I found that it turned out to be a spectacular training tool for me. There was a guy that saved my career um, many, many years ago, 35 years ago, I walked into my agency one day and the manager said, well, you're fired. And I said, why? And he said, well, you've destroyed so many of our agents in here. We bring a new agent and you put your arm around them and you say, you know, this is a really good company. They don't issue anything, but they're really good company. <laughs> and uh, the only way you're ever going to get any of the phone-ins is you got to suck up to the manager and and uh, it's not a very good company. And I, I probably destroyed more agents than I helped during the first uh, 16 years I was in the business. But what ended up happening is I had a guy that saved my career and uh, called him on the phone and said, Jimmy, they fired me. And he said, you know, Van, they really should have done that 10 years ago. <laughs> and I said back to him, I, I, but he said another sentence. He said, but I can save your career. And I said, oh, my God, what do I have to do? He said, from now on, every time you call on a home or a business, I want you to take care of those people, whether you make a commission or not. And I said, this is what a dirtball I was. I was so bad. I said, Jimmy, if I do that, I'll starve to death. And he said right back. He didn't even take a breath. Okay, well, then you're fired. And I said, no, you don't understand. He said, no, you don't understand. You either do what I tell you or you're fired. And the reason I'm telling all you this that are listening is, do you understand how stupid I was? You need to get this. I had to be backed into a corner that I couldn't get out of before I was willing to have somebody show me what I needed to do to be successful. You have these two people, Michael and Courtney Weaver, who are taking their time saying, we can help you do better immediately. But all you have to do is come and be willing to learn and we'll share all the ideas we possibly can. I rejected that for 16 years. Rejected it. And so finally, the only way I finally was able to take advantage of it, I lucked out, I got fired. And then I had somebody who, again, who picked me up and saved me from myself. And that was the first year I made the billion dollar round table, my 17th year in the business. My 18th year, I made the quarter of the table and now 34 years in a row, top of the table. And when Jimmy died about 20 years ago, one of the, I'm sitting on his hospital bed and I'm crying because he became my adopted father. And I said, Jimmy, how do I ever repay you? And he said, well, I need you to do two things. And the first one I can't share with you because it was personal between him and me. But the second one, and I wanted you to hear something. I was angry at him for almost a year after he passed away because he said, pass it on. Mm. And I was, you know, I was, you, you know, 15 years already top of the table. I was a big deal, you know, and I was young and big deal. And I was ready to kind of slow it down and take it easy. And he said, pass it on. And what I didn't realize, this is what I want you to, when you're listening to Michael and Courtney, please listen carefully. This is important. Even from death, 
Jimmy is still training me. And the reason is, when you pass it on, the hardest people to ever talk to are not customers. It's other agents. They're always checking to see if you're going to make a mistake or if you're going to screw up or if you even know what you're talking about. And so I have to be so well prepared to continue to give these talks and all of this that when I'm done talking to agents, going to a customer is like easy. It's like nothing. I mean, it's get out of my way, you know. And so Jimmy is still coaching me from Evan. And I, I need for you to all understand that. That's You need to have coaches. You need to have somebody that listens to you and supports you. Being an insurance agent is a very lonely business. And you're on your own. And you are responsible to somebody above you. And you're responsible to somebody below you. It's a really interesting profession. And the ones that do it well, they're having the time of their lives. And the ones that are struggling... Which, by the way, sad, is 97% of the agents in our business struggle, and it's their fault because they're not availing themselves of somebody like Michael and Courtney Weaver, and you should do it as soon as you can. And they're not availing themselves of instead of trying to show people how smart they are, they're not learning how to get in front of people and show them how smart they are. And can I ask you, you say to the customer, you say, can I ask you something? I was so excited to meet you and I can't believe you're not already doing this. And I took the word smarter out of my vocabulary. Never ask a customer if it's smarter to do something ever again because you're attacking their intelligence. Use a word like beneficial. Is it more beneficial to do it this way or more beneficial to do it this way? Tell you a cute story. I'm in a grocery store during COVID. And if you were to see me, my complete body, which I won't show you on this video, I'm overweight. <laughs> uh, I do all the grocery shopping in my family, by the way. And so I'm in a high-end grocery store in the Milwaukee area during COVID. And I'm shopping and a woman in her 50s, well-dressed, comes walking by and says, excuse me, my name is Van Miller. I'm an insurance and financial professional. And I'm terrified with everything that's going on in our country right now. I'm just terrified that I'm not asking the right questions. And gosh, you could help me to help a lot of people. And I think you'd even be interested in your own answers. I have a couple of questions I want to ask you. It'll take less than a minute. And if in any way you think this is a, uh, where I'm interrupting you in any way, I'll be happy to buy you some melons or some grapes, whatever. She said, no, you don't have to do that. But I'd be kind of interested to hear the question. I say, okay, less than a minute. So I said, let me ask you something. Would it be more beneficial for you and your family to take a tax deduction on a small amount of money right now when taxes are historically as low as they'll probably ever be and transfer to the future a whole bunch of money that the government can tax at any level they want? Or would it be more beneficial to pay your taxes on a small amount of money right now and transfer it in a vehicle to the future where you could pile in as much money as you want. The government could never get their hands on it ever again. So here's the question. Which do you think would be the most beneficial? Would it be the first one or the second one? And I swear to God, this is what she did. She, this is a, a beautiful, in, in a woman in her 50s, beautiful, classy, well-dressed. This is what she did. She made a face like that, and she said, well, gosh, that's easy. It's the second one. And I said, boy, doesn't that raise another question? And she said, well, what is that? I said, why are you and your husband doing the first one then? And she went, oh, my God, this is the punchline. Oh, my God, I didn't realize that's what we were doing. See, you think everybody understands tax deferral. They don't. And by asking them a little story, telling them a little story, they come across it by themselves. And I said to her, oh, ma'am, you've made my day. I was so worried I wasn't asking the right questions. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I turned to walk away, and she said, wait a minute, you can't, you can't go away. And I said, well, what do, you, what do you mean? She said, I want your card. And I said, ma'am, I was really just trying to find out your opinion. Your opinion was really important for helping me to help a lot of people. She said, I don't care. I want your card. Two days later, her and her husband called me and they gave me 800,000 bucks while I was grocery shopping. And I want you to understand there's lots of times like that sitting next to somebody at a football, basketball, baseball game, sitting across from a family member on Thanksgiving or Christmas. Instead of telling them, ask for their opinion. 
All of these things are so easy to learn when you make a decision to give up your ego and that everything is about serving, being a servant. And it's easy to learn. Stop and think. Everybody out there, raise your hand who has children. So let me ask you something. When you asked your children to do something, did they do it the first time? No. How do children learn? They learn by repetition. Well, there's no difference for an agent. Nothing different. We learn by repetition. I'm still learning. I'm a work in progress. And so if you make a decision right here and right now that you want to learn to be better and you want to have coaches, a coach or coaches that will help you to be better, then I'm telling you, you will become better because all it takes is practice. Mm. It's a learned skill and you can learn how to do this. And so what do I think is the problem? You know, Courtney asked another great question. Here's the problem I think with our industry. We give you all these great ideas, all these great products, all these great things, but we have done a very poor job of helping you to learn how to learn these skills. Poor. A D at the best, and I would say an F. We have all these wonderful people sharing ideas with you. Can you imagine having Courtney and Michael sitting on your shoulder? Once, I don't know how often they work with you, but sitting on your shoulder. And every time that you have a situation, you can say, well, what would be a better way to approach this? And they would say, well, did you ask them this? And what about this? And what if you asked them this? Wouldn't that inspire them to take action? Now you have a bunch of people working on your behalf and you start to think in a different way and it doesn't take long. I'm not kidding you. It's not six months, a year, two years. It's 30 to 90 days and you're killing it way better than you were before, but you have to make a decision that you want to learn. And we don't help people learn in our industry. We try to teach them. And it's really been an issue because the the math proves it. If only 3% make MDRT, if only 1% make core to the table, and only 3,400 agents on planet Earth make top of the table, there's a lot of people that are struggling in our industry that needlessly are doing so. And there's lots of people that need your help. Mm. Yep. Yep. You hit on so much so many good points right there from continuous learning to products don't sell. All right. People do. And you can have the best strategies. You can have the best ideas. You can have the best processes, but if you don't know how to have conversations with humans and know the questions to ask to evoke emotional response and get someone thinking about their situation to help them self-discover a problem that they probably don't even know they have because we're so concentrated as humans on what are we doing next? Like we're not constant. We think that our 401k we have set up through work as a retirement plan, or we think the life insurance that we have through work, we thought we did our due diligence as a parent or spouse. And we have, and so what you're talking about is hitting the nail on the head of you. We are in the people business. You have to establish human connection and you have to ask questions to get customers talking because The only opinion that really matters, and you said this before we got started, and it's right, the only opinion that matters is not your opinion, it's the customer's opinion. And I hope you'll laugh. My opinion will probably be wrong. And the reason is, if you think about economics in the United States, or the world for that matter, you really have to think in terms of it as a glacier. We only know the little bit that's sticking out of the water. We don't know all the stuff that's going on underneath the water. None of it. And so... I hope you'll laugh again, but I hope we have time for this. But I actually have a sales presentation where I say to a customer when I meet them, I say, don't you get sick and tired every time you meet somebody like me? They tell you they know something and it turns out they don't know anything. In fact, we have a, I, this is, I call this a transition line. Really listen carefully because it allows me to get away with a lot of stuff and allow you. I say, will you have a little fun with me for a minute? And they are. Okay, can I prove to you that I don't know anything? 
It's so opposite of what they're used to hearing. And I say, please, we're only three or four questions away from you really understanding. So think about this. The President of the United States has access to more information, more tools, more advisors than any other human being on planet Earth. May I ask you a question? Have they been able to fix the economy so far? And of course, the answer is always no. Second, the head of the Federal Reserve, and I say, do you know what's amazing about the Federal Reserve? My wife, Pamela, wants to marry him. Do you know why Pamela wants to marry Jerome Powell? Because he can print money. (laughs) He's the head of all the banks. He's the head of all the banks, and he can print money at any level that he decides he wants to. I have a question for you. Has he been able to fix the economy? No. So wouldn't I be lying to you if I told you I could fix the economy? Not here to lie to you. I'm here to ask you one more question. What if there was a way that even if you didn't know anything, you could develop a strategy where nobody could ever hurt you again, ever? But that's not good enough, is it? Because if you don't make anything, you're never going to achieve your financial or your retirement goals. So here's the better part of it. What if we designed in enormous liquidity, enormous access to the money, so that every time the government, Wall Street, or the banks screw up for the rest of your life, you'd be always in a perfect position to take advantage of it? And wouldn't that be the most amazing strategy you could have? So even if you didn't know anything, you wouldn't have to know anything. You just have to be in position to take advantage of the opportunities that you know are going to be presented. If you knew you could do that right now, when would you want to get started? Before or after the next downturn? They say Mm. right away. And the whole presentation is five minutes. Five minutes. I'm not kidding. Happens to everybody we teach it to. They go crazy. They go, "I, I can't believe that that worked. And the reason it works is because it's not about us showing off how much we know. It's about asking our prospect, our client, our customer, our member, how much do you know and how much do you want to be in control? And aren't you sick and tired of everybody telling you how you have to proceed? What if you could always be in a position to take advantage of anything that they do for the rest of your life? Gosh, how? and, and then you even throw another line on it. You say, I thought, sure, somebody like you would be doing this already. I'm just stunned that you're not doing this already. And you know what's even more surprising? You know who does do this? Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, all the wealthy people on planet Earth do this. And they want to hear something that I want to ask you. Do you know that you can do the exact same things that they do? And I'm just stunned. Why wouldn't you take advantage of something that you already know is working for them rather than depending on all these other things that people are trying to sell you? It's just, it's so fun. And they go, gosh, I never thought of it that way. And it's just hilarious, the great conversations you have. And they, well, how do we get started? What do we have to do? And then the transition is very easy. You go to a fact finder, but you say, you know, I hope you're going to laugh, but in order to make sure we're doing exactly what it is you want to do and to help you clarify exactly how you want to proceed, would it be okay if we asked you some additional questions? That's the fact finder. And now, once you go through the fact finder, they've literally sold themselves by the time you're done with the fact finder, and then you're ready to proceed forward. It's, it's again, it's process. And I was so lucky that I got fired and somebody saved me and decided to teach me a process that I've worked on and worked on and worked on so that now I can do it without taking a breath. I I don't stumble or stammer. And by the way, even if you do, what you're trying to do, this is a real key word. And I think if you watch Michael and Courtney when I say this, I know they're going to agree with me because I, I know that's what they want you to learn from them. The secret to being successful in their business is to be authentic. It's the only Amen. way anybody can trust you. Mm-hmm. Genuine. And so it's not about being perfect. It's Mm -hmm. not about being spectacular. It's about, can you have a real conversation about stuff that really matters? Yes. That's right. Amen. Van, this is so good. So, so good. If you guys, if you guys go follow Van, go check Van out. So it's Van Miller. It's V-A-N-M-U-E-L-L-E-R.com. 
make sure you uh, make sure you check that out. Van, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for your time today. You dropped. So you took a couple questions I was going to ask you and you answered them anyways. You gave some tangible questions that somebody can ask, they can implement right away. And I think the the thing I took the most away is, is people's attention spans are at an all-time low. This isn't about taking up an hour, two hours of somebody's time, even though maybe an appointment goes that far. How can you pique their interest? How can you spike their interest by just asking a couple simple questions that gets them thinking about their situation? Eight, eight seconds. The, all, you, all I could think of when you said that, I was like, we're riding a bull out here. This is professional <laughs> bull riding. That's all we're doing. Like hanging on for eight, baby. Like, wow, that's incredible. I love that. Can I steal that from you guys? Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I like that very much. Yeah. So thank you guys. I I hope you'll ask me back again sometime. I I love talking to people, especially ones that are invested in trying to help all of us do better. And we need to do better. The American people desperately need what we offer in this industry at this particular point in time with everything that's about to happen in the world this 2024 and 2025 i think will be the wildest years in the history of the world these are transformational years and Mm. what if instead of being hurt you could set up the rest of your life because you knew how to take advantage of products that were designed to take advantage of these particular situations wouldn't that be amazing information And the only way everybody you're going to learn this, and I'm sorry, they didn't tell me to say this. You must have coaches. You must have people like Michael and Courtney at your back, helping you, pushing you along when you don't feel like being pushed. That's what a coach does. Or saying to you, even though you think you're really asking the right question, as I said to you before, I was saying, you know, primary beneficiary. And a lot of times my customer didn't understand what primary was. Yeah. My coach got me to change it to a word that they did understand. And it's really paid off for me. And that's, believe it or not, whatever it costs, that one little thing is worth whatever I pay for coaching for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Yep. That one little thing. And that's what you're looking for. They find those one little things that you're not thinking about. So uh, Michael and Courtney from an agent. Uh, I'm grateful to you guys for doing what you do. Please continue to do it. Don't ever be discouraged. And if you ever do get discouraged, call me and I'll whisper sweet nothings in your ear. (laughs) Well, Van, that... uh, We'll take you up on that. We will take you up on that. And that means a lot. We appreciate you. And for all of those of you that have tuned in today, thank you so much for your time as always. Time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have, and we appreciate you spending it with us today. Go out, make it great. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, that's www.weaversa.com or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have And I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.